Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. Sean Falk. Hi. Mr. Charles Boda. Hello. And Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And this week, we are going to give you our review of Boatwright's Dining Hall over at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. Now, if you te- if you might hear some odd noises in here, um, uh, Sean brought his pup, uh, his new puppy, um, a Zelda, who is an uh, Alaskan Husky. And she is, we're keeping her occupied with a Kong treat uh, down on the, on the floor right now. So if you hear some weird chewing, it's not Steve. Um, <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, a few weeks ago we did a show where we talked about restaurants that we were not looking forward to reviewing because we knew they had a, a pretty bad reputation and Boat Rights was on that list. So we went and did that last week. Normally we would put a package in here, uh, just some video to show you the place. We don't have it, so th- uh, uh, we don't have that. But as we're talking, uh, you know, pictures of the stuff we're talking about will come up, so you'll at least have that. Um, so, yeah, Boat Rights, one of the worst uh, reviewed restaurants on Disney property. It's pretty roundly not cared for. You have some people that really like it, but most people will tell you they did not have a good experience when they ate there. Um, and you're going to hear, I think, a little bit of both from us today. Now, what we did was uh, appetizers, main course, and dessert. So we'll start with the appetizer, appetizers. Um, we did a charcuterie board, which was a chef selection of cheeses and smoked meats and some pickled vegetables. Um, we did, uh, uh, Sean got a, a French onion soup as part of his the prefix, prefix menu yeah. that he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, also got and crab I had cakes. crab cakes with like apple salad. It was like an apple slaw kind of thing. Right. And then uh, we also got uh, the fried green tomatoes. Um, and I believe that was everything that we got. Oh, and the Mardi Gras fritters. Oh, the Mardi Gras fritters, yeah. And so the Mardi Gras fritters are, are a homemade pimento cheese a fritter that's deep fried with the pime- uh, pepper jelly. Um, that was outstanding. Uh, that was really, I, I thought that was really, really good. As was the charcuterie board. I was surprised at $15, the charcuterie board was a lot better than I expected, in part because they had this chicken liver pate, which is really easy to get wrong. And it was delicious. It was one of the best chicken liver pates I'd ever had. Um, The meats were good, that stuff. Then we get to the fried green tomatoes and... The crab cakes. I'll let you talk about the crab cakes, Sean, since you um, and Charles were the ones who prim- primarily the, ate those. The, the crab cakes. The crab cakes actually weren't bad. I probably liked them the best of the appetizers, but I really didn't like the appetizers that much. So I didn't like anything that much. Just spoiler alert. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, because this was like one of the worst meals I've ever had in my life. But um, the I, I didn't think the Mardi Gras fry fritters or what were they? Mardi Gras fritters. Okay. Yeah, it was like inside to me they were like gummy and it was just not. I, it was, like it wasn't my thing but i will say the the crab cakes did actually have quite a bit of crab in it so i'll give them good credit on that and they weren't bad tasting you usually can if you don't do the prefix menu you can add those on for ten dollars onto any uh main course so i might would do that i guess in lieu of an appetizer i would just add that on to one of my other ones but 
So I really enjoyed the Mardi Gras fritters. I thought they were really good. They were like really fancy mozzarella sticks. So of course I'm gonna like them. But fancy mozzarella yeah. sticks. That's, I mean, uh, they were good though. Yeah. Whereas rather than fancy mozzarella sticks, in my head, it was kind of what I would have made during that phase in college where I threw everything into the deep fryer and it all tasted delicious. Is that it's pimento cheese and I like that and I'm noticing every restaurant because it works is having something pimento cheese based yeah but it's fried cheese which is awesome because cheese is awesome and frying stuff is awesome but like it's not i mean good for you you fried some cheese it like that wasn't a huge selling point one thing that is of note by the way is they give you cornbread service in the beginning and that's what started it off i had no preconceived baggage with boat rights so the cornbread coming in and then with the appetizers like that charcuterie board was what fifteen dollars fifteen dollars um and had a decent amount and it was i mean it was better than i expected i was not expecting and just for a point of reference the mardi gras fritters were ten dollars the fried green tomatoes were ten dollars so these were not you know as disney restaurants go these were not ridiculously overpriced um uh appetizers um, I was surprised by the charcuterie board. I was surprised with the Mardi Gras fritters. The fried green tomatoes were basically all you tasted was the roumelade sauce they put on top and the breading. Yeah. Um, the tomatoes themselves really just had no flavor. So, you know, you could have just given me a bowl of breading and roumelade, which I'm not above doing. <laughs> um, and it probably would have been the same experience. So the actual tomato in it served no purpose. So, um yeah, I will throw that in also. I didn't have any preconceived thing with boat rights either. It's at Port Orleans Riverside. And, I mean, I've stayed there plenty of times. I just have never eaten there before. And so I didn't even know when you mentioned boat rights the other day that it was notorious for being a bad restaurant. I've, you know, you always hear Tony's and, you know, place, uh, Hollywood and Vine, that kind of thing. So that one was new to me. But, I mean, it's well earned. It's a terrible name. And, and so. you... You, you brought up the uh, the cornbread, mm-hmm. which we were all surprised, I think, how good the cornbread that was. was. Yeah. It was a legitimately good start. It, like, that's uh, that's why I was saying, like, I didn't have any baggage on it. So, like, if that was my first taste of what the restaurant was going to be like, and they, they weren't really, really heavy, which is can be disastrous if you eat a lot of heavy cornbread before a meal. Um, they weren't really heavy. They had a good flavor. The butter that they gave with them was nice. I mean, it was it was a decent bread service kind of thing to lead into it, and they were more than happy to bring us an extra basket and everything like that. I mean, I you know, it was... It, it got, got me off on a good start, and that combined with the charcuterie board and the um, fritters... Uh, a bit um sorry it's dog distraction yeah um uh anyway yeah oh i just to go <laughs> Thank off you, Steve. You, you you forgot to mention uh I'll, you also had the berry smoothie for a start oh, so your right. beginning started off great because you had that smoothie too yeah i forgot about the smoothie it's, that smoothie was amazing yeah and it's just on it's on one of the like you know non-alcoholic specialties things and i always look for those but a lot of times they don't really do that much with them and so it was like oh okay you know berry and their odwala lemonade thing which is the uh, lemonade they use um they brought it over and it was surprisingly good and it looked nice too it was like set up decoratively with like raspberries on a, a glass spear and everything but yeah I, I think everybody had a sip of it and it was like really really good i finished it before the the appetizers even got there mm-hmm. yeah i i had the uh, saskaloosa 
sweet tea. Sweet tea, yeah. But it was an alcoholic drink. It was an, al- it was an alcoholic drink or whatever. I got that, and I do not get that. That was the worst. It was one of the worst. You described it as like a thinned-out maple Thin, syrup. Thinned-out maple syrup, yeah. It's like if you've ever had the Crown Royal maple shot at um, Canada or whatever at, at Epcot. It was kind of like that. But a ton of it, and it was the most sugary. It was like cotton candy, maple syrup, like all in one thing. And I'm cool with sweet drinks, but this was this was something else. I didn't even finish it. You said it you was, felt like I your blood was starting to crystallize. Yeah, yeah, I didn't finish it, and like that's a thing. Like I'm not gonna not finish my drink. So, so I mean, generally speaking, you know, at this point in the meal, mm-hmm. you know, our server and uh, I'm terrible with names. Ambi, Ambi, Um server was amazing she like just like everything you want in a disney disney server she mm-hmm. was friendly she was funny she was knowledgeable about the menu um the cornbread was great the um like i said i really enjoyed the charcuterie board mm-hmm. um i really enjoyed the the fritters the the um uh the the fried green tomato eh. but so far i'm like okay wow we're we're off to we're off to a really good start and then then the roads diverged the main courses came. Now, Sean chose to get the pre... They had a prefix menu, which gives you the French onion soup, which is $8 if you just order it directly off the menu. Uh, the crab cakes, which is $10 if you order it directly mm-hmm. off the menu. You got... Uh, beef the, medallions. The beef medallions, which was... Um, there were these you know, beef medallions on a bed of uh, crawfish mac and cheese. And... Sean said, you know, I don't want the crawfish mac and cheese. Can I just have regular mac and cheese? And this apparently was a thing. Now, because it was on the prefix menu, if it had been off the prefix menu, no problem doing the substitution. Mm -hmm. But apparently this would like blow the head off of the chef or whatever because the prefix menu cannot have any substitutions. Um, So we kind of got that. Which I didn't think that's a substitution. It's I mean, an omission. It, yeah, I mean, I'm like, it's not. I mean, a substitution would be like, oh, instead of macaroni and cheese, can I get asparagus? And, assuming, but of course, assuming the course that all, of course, that all of this stuff isn't pre-made and just being heaped on a plate and heated up. Right, right, right. Um, and then after a discussion, apparently had to ensue with the chef, he magnanimously agreed to give just regular mac and cheese. Well, and even um, then, it was the kids' mac and cheese. It yeah, wasn't the it mac wasn't and cheese really. that... Because Charles later got the crawfish mac and cheese. And it was different. And it was different. It was different mac and cheese. Yeah, they just gave me that the kids, like the generic uh, Disney kids' mac. Or whatever, they, so. you, you had elbows, I had shells. Yep. And um, I ordered the um, Louisiana Lugger, which uh, it is a sweet tea brined pork medallion um with oh actually no it's not this is uh what we have on the menu here is different than what was actually served these were uh pork tenderloins uh, medallions served on a bed of sweet potato succotash but they were done with a cola glaze so as in coca-cola glaze um charles you order uh, charles oh my lord what's wrong with me steve you got the um, the uh, deep south shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits uh, for twenty four dollars, and I, I really liked them. Uh, I'm not an expert on shrimp and grits, shrimp and grits, so I, you know, I could be very wrong in saying that these were good because they're probably not up to the standard of someone from the deep south. But from my experience, I really enjoyed them. 
Um, there's like peppers with them and um, ham and. Well, before we get into what we just thought, let's okay. just you know identify like yeah. what we had. And so it was good. Um, and so, that was actually twenty five dollars. Uh, okay. What you had, and then Charles, you got the catfish, correct? I did. Um, the full name for the catfish was yep. the Cajun Bayou catfish. The Cajun Bayou catfish. And I believe that was also twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Steve and I that walked away the big winners from dinner. Um, I will say that my pork tenderloin. Cola glaze, sweet potato succotash was excellent. Um, it was a, it was creative. It was different. Very very sweet. Obviously, you're gonna, you know, basically reduce soda down to its syrup form, or just make a sauce out of Coke syrup, which I'm fine putting on everything. Okay, I'll put that on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It would be delicious. Um, so it's definitely sweet. You got to like sweet to like it. But, you know, that sweet and savory works for me, and it was delicious. What did you think of your your crawfishing or your uh, Deep shrimping stuff. grits? Yeah, uh, like I said, I thought it was really good. Uh, the ham, the there was, like, peppers, and there was, like, cream sauce, I think, over top, the top of it. Um, and I thought it was really good. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a shrimp and grits expert, like I said before, um, so I could be wrong on this. Uh, but I, if I wasn't so full, I would have eaten everything on the plate. So that gave high marks for me. I was kind of bummed that you guys felt differently. Well, you you liked yours. But. I liked mine. You liked yours. Now, then we get to Charles with his catfish. And you used a you used a, a word to describe the flavor of catfish that I thought was kind of gross, but you said it's kind of normal. Um, and that was soapy? Yes. Um, eh. Some people will occasionally describe catfish as having a soapy flavor. Now, it depends on the kind of catfish and everything, but there's a little bit of an aftertaste that you can get more of or less of depending on it. Um, it's offsetting. That's why some people don't like catfish. I, I actually happen to like it. But the way the catfish was made, it was a lot of that soapy flavor, just a very, very strong amount of that. And then it also... The inside of it, you know, when it says Cajun Bayou Catfish, I was kind of expecting something a little spicier and right. a little zestier. You would think some Cajun uh, what, spices or... Yeah, the way they make it is they, uh, it's like a cornbread and andouille sausage stuffing, and it's really finely ground. So it's Which all, by itself sounds really good. Yeah, it, it does sound great. Um, and <laughs> it, so it was like just one consistency, um, and, uh, you know, the catfish was soft so and non-breaded or anything like that. So I'm kind of like... Cut through with your fork, and you're getting a bit of uh, we have we have dog draw. Oh, and Sean's Sean. in, Sean's right in the sorry, trunk. sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, Zelda is nine months old. Um, I don't know. Can we can we get her to stand up, like, jump up a little bit, and so you can? And she's gonna run away. <laughs> so everybody can see how beautiful this dog is. Um, And there we go. There's Zelda. Hi. There's Zelda. Look at the camera. <laughs> um, so that's why if there's a little distraction going on, I hope you guys understand. Um, and if you don't, I don't care. Um, but go ahead, Charles. Okay, so um, 
<clears throat> yeah, so I've had catfish on property a bunch of different times. That's actually why I chose this. Uh, get going to a Cajun place or a Cajun-style place doing catfish, uh, I have a good background of judgment on how on property they're capable of making a good catfish meal. Boatwrights is not capable of making a good catfish meal, evidently. And I actually checked with... Um, my girlfriend is not only from Louisiana, but she is also a chef. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't unfairly judging this. And I kind of brought up the fact that, um, you know, not only was there no kick to it, but the stuffing was really, really sweet. So it was soapy catfish with a really sweet stuffing inside. And, you know, she let me know that I wasn't being absurd. That's not like, that's not a big thing. That's not like some meal that I'm just That's not what they're going for. Yeah. Um, it was... I did get the side of the crawfish mac and cheese. I liked it. What was not enough to nothing was enough to make up for how disappointed I was in this meal. It was like, like I want to like have fun making fun of it or like get all into how terrible it was. But honestly, it was just really disappointing, and I stopped enjoying my time almost immediately. So definitely a fail. So Sean, we get to yours. Oh, I'm, I mean the beef medallions on the bed of uh, f- hard fought, mac and hard fought yeah. for mac and cheese. Yeah. Um, and what were your thoughts? I mean, okay, I will uh, to go on your point with your food. Pete's was amazing. His was so good. That pork was really tender. It was that was a really good dish. My food was completely inedible. It was. Uh, I just I don't get I could have made it better than that. Now, I don't cook. So in, in all honesty, when he first said this at the table that it was inedible, I thought maybe maybe he was being a little dramatic. So I wanted to take a taste, you know. Yeah. And I I'm going to tell you now I don't know if I've ever done this in a restaurant before. I I took a piece, I put it in my mouth, I chewed it for a little bit, and then I had to spit it out. Inedible is the exact word. Yeah. It was inedible. Yeah. It was tough. It was overcooked. But beyond that, that in in and of itself would not have made it inedible. It was the flavor of it mm. was like nothing I can identify to you. Yeah. This was like somebody like fried a boot or something. It was like rubber <laughs> and it was just chewing and I chewed and chewed and chewed and chewed and tried and I had to spit it back out because I just couldn't I couldn't swallow it. I couldn't and, eat it. And then it comes with this this, this sauce. I thought there's sauce. no way that this food could be worse than it is right now. And it came with this sauce on the side and I was like, well I guess maybe if I dip it in there it won't be so dry and chewy. And that sauce somehow was maybe worse than the, the actual this was, beef. And I, this I was supposed to be a port wine reduction sauce. Yeah. Now a port wine reduction you reduce any wine, and it's going to become sweet. Um, port wine is sweet already. Mm-hmm. When you reduce it, it becomes even sweeter. I don't know what port wine they were using. Um, the way I described the flavor, before I knew it was a port wine reduction, the way I described the flavor was, you know how you walk into an old basement, and you've got that musty damp smell well take that smell and put it into liquid form and then dip your food into it yep it was disgusting yep disgusting now folks if you have been watching this show for any length of time i don't think we have had a single review of anything where i've used words like inedible and disgusting so i'm not pulling these out lightly 
I went in there wanting to love this place. And if I was just to go off my meal and my experience, I would have. If I had been there by myself and I'd had the cornbread and I'd had those fritters and that charcuterie board and that pork, I would have walked out very happy and said, wow, you know what? Boat rights. Surprising. Because that's where I wanted to be. But then I tasted that meat. And I'm like, oh, this is a tale of two cities. <laughs> this really is the is best the, of times and the worst of times. Yeah, that is the best. I mean, it, I don't, I don't think it was beef. Like, I, I mean, it may have been something else, like it some was, other animal. Like, I don't. Like it was a snake like eating or an abandoned know. paper factory. Yeah, I don't. It, it just or coal or something. I don't know. It was so awful, bad. and I just can't. Express the mac and cheese job. was good, but it was. It was, it was pedestrian like mac and, it was cheese, pedestrian yeah. mac and cheese. And I mean, the, my prefix menu was fifty-eight bucks, so fifty-eight ninety-nine. So that's almost sixty dollars. I mean, you could eat it like Brown Derby or Jico or Sanar. You could literally have eaten that sixty dollars and probably I gotten a similar rather. taste. I, yeah, I would have rather done that in retrospect. So you could have went to Hoopty Doo almost, or like that kind of thing. So I was the only one to not ha- try the steak, and but I watched each all you three try your first bite and all you all had the same reaction where it's like like that like big like gnawing down on it and like trying to chew it and like and then the flavor would hit and when the once the flavor hit the face went like Mm -hmm. what is that in my mouth so we're talking about you know basically a 50 50 split here two of us really loved our dish two of us hated our dish um, and then, uh, oddly enough, the next day, Sean and I ran into a listener who um, was telling us he and his wife recently ate at mm-hmm. Boatwrights and loved it. Asked them what they got. They got the shrimp and grits, and, and they got the Louisiana lugger. Yep. Um, so take that for what it's worth. Um, moving on mm-hmm. to dessert. Do you remember we well with yours? Um, it was a uh, mine came with it. It was a uh, red velvet cheesecake um, was what I had. And so it, it, and that is on the regular menu also. Um, and then with a bourbon vanilla cream. Um, well, actually, I have the menu from that night here. Um, Do you want this? I have it. Uh, Yeah, $8 um, with, uh, it was red velvet cheesecake with whipped vanilla panna cotta and a red velvet crunch. Um, we also got the, um, I got the uh, the sorbet for $6, which was a trio of sorbets with bubble sugar. I don't know if bubble sugar ever made it onto this. I didn't see anything. It just looked like three scoops of sorbet to me. Um, and <laughs> she's, she's going to visit Rhino. <laughs> She's trying to. She's jumped up on the counter between where we're sitting and where the production area is. Um, it's very funny. Um, we also got the St. Louis gooey uh, butter cake, which was uh, had a bourbon sauce and a toffee brittle. It was eight dollars. And what am I missing? The uh, joie de vivre peanut butter. The joie de vivre peanut butter mousse brownie that Charles got, topped with triple berry sauce and peanut brittle for eight dollars. Um, my sorbet was sorbet, and it was good. Like I said, if there was bubble sugar, but it, you know, it was sorbet. It was nothing to write home about. Um, what did you think of your joie de vivre? Uh, it, w- it wasn't bad. 
Um, I'm not going to hate on it just because I've been burned at other parts of the mail. Like, it, but it's essentially like you know, it's peanut butter and chocolate. So you, you're not going to had really an amazing mess peanut brittle though. Um, yeah, the peanut brittle on top was pretty good, and then it also had like a uh, with some kind of berry sauce along with it that that went well with it. So I mean, all together, it was relatively good. And Steve, what did you think of the ooey gooey butter, butter cake? butter toffee cake so the cake itself was really good it had a like i think a homemade whipped cream on top uh that was really really good the weird part about this dessert though is there's the toffee brittle on top and i took a bite because i like toffee um that was kind of nasty and i couldn't describe what it tasted like and i was like oh someone else has to try this like what am i tasting and you taste it you're like oh it tastes like the smell of wet dog yeah and yeah, that, it was, that like, was it it was actually a dog hair brittle a wet dog hair brittle that they put on top um, um, and I'm going to go to Sean, who is wrestling with his talk <laughs> as we speak. Um, okay, my... Uh, um, biting my hands. Um, I, uh, mine was actually okay. It was way better than the rest of the meal was, but there was just no way it could have been worse. Oh, my God, that hurt really bad. Um, they, uh, she's nipping. Um, but well, she's uh, still teething, so... Yeah, there's just no way it could have been any worse than the rest of the meal so it was just really really bad this restaurant sucks will she come over by me come here honey come here right. she's moved on she's moved on while more. i'm not on <laughs> she yeah. stopped long enough gnawing the skin off your yeah, bones no, I literally um yeah, your your red velvet cheesecake was was okay. It wasn't anything phenomenal. It almost tasted prepackaged, yeah. to be honest. It yeah. didn't taste like it was homemade. I think of all the desserts, the uh, the Steve's the uh, the uh, gooey butter cake was definitely the winner. Just was take that to- the Throw the toffee away, though. Um. Now, interestingly enough, uh, during the meal, the manager came over. And she asked, she was obvious that we were, we were vlogging, and who are you vlogging for? And we told her, and she's like, okay, that's great. If you need anything at all, let us know. She came back over during dinner. She asked how everything was, and we were honest with her. We said that, you know, Charles wasn't, didn't really like his, uh, his catfish, Steve, uh, or uh, uh, that, Sean, uh, that Sean's uh, beef medallions were inedible. And she wanted, you know, can I get you something else? And Sean was like, no, I'm kind of eating his pork and yeah um and we had five appetizers between four people so. yeah so um but that was it that was it in terms of recovery um and i was surprised when we got the check that nothing had been adjusted for his meal because he like I said he got the prefix menu at 58.99 mm-hmm. um barely ate any of his main course i mean yeah. most of the beef was still there there were two Medallions, average size medallions. I think maybe half of one of them had actually been eaten. Yeah. Um, and once the check came, so we're talking, um, you know, uh, four appetizers, four main courses, four desserts, one alcoholic drink, one specialty drink, and then sodas and water. This bill came out to roughly $240 or $60 a person, which kind of blew me away um no way even for as good as mine was no way was it worth 60 dollars. no way um certainly charles and sean's no were definitely not worth 60 dollars, and i don't think 
no. Steve thought his was. And I enjoyed mine, but it, there's, <laughs> it just wasn't, the price point's not there at all. I mean, no. I would rather go to Homecoming or a million other places that would be around that price point more realistically and, in, and really enjoy it. And, yeah, at the end of the day, the fact that, I mean, I mean, really saying A Tale of Two Cities is a real fair assessment of this experience that we had two that were two two main courses that were really good and two that were absolutely awful that me that makes this place way too inconsistent um and i understand you know would i go back there again not really not really um not at that price point not at that price point and if you do find yourself there you know be warned you know, there's some other things on the menu. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're not. Um, and now she wants to. She's like, I'm done with your show. Um, scale of one to ten, Charles. What do you give it? Four. And it gets a four specifically because the service was that good. Um, otherwise, I would give it less. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, too, is that it's where we were up on the top floor in fact most of the place it's not very crowded that is one benefit that it has for itself is the way it's arranged like you're not packed in jam-packed or anything like that although i do think with the room they have our tables are still really really small but um i mean you know decor and service and everything like that it you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna just beat it up for no reason but that entree was just so bad and rolling the dice like a 50 50 on something it's lucky it's getting a four from me you're 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 spending too much money at this restaurant to have a literal crap shoot as to whether or not Mm -hmm. you're gonna have a good meal steve scale of one to ten um i was gonna give it like a six but with the price point i'll give it like a five um because it's just not worth the money and it's not even like it, it, my Sherman grits. I enjoyed them, but it wasn't like, wow, these are the best meal I've ever had that it was, would have been worth that price point. Um, and I actually think the, the theme we, we, when we were eating, we talked about a little bit about the theming is it doesn't feel like very Southerny in there. We were saying kind of almost feels colonial. Uh, so I didn't like the theming. I mean, it is what it is. So I would say like a five. Sean, I knew at the time we were there, I said I'd give it a two, but now that time has settled in, I, I don't know. I might give it more like a one or something. Mm. Um, she's taking pictures she's down taking off the court board. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, like one, I guess. I mean, the food was inedible. I mean, you can't really one because the the server was good, so I can give it a one for that. I'll give it a two. They didn't make me like eat it out of a trough or anything, so that's kind of the, the only other thing. They could have just thrown it all on the table and made me eat it with my face or something, so that would be the only thing to make it worse. So, so two. Um, and I, at the time, gave it a six. I'm going to stick with that um, because, like I said, there were real highlights to the meal. My main course was delicious. Uh, the charcuterie board was excellent, and that pate was a real surprise. I thought Charles's uh, smoothie was really good. Um, the service was outstanding. Honestly, she makes up. They they need to have servers that good to make up for the fact that their food is that bad. Um, so for that, I, I give it a six. But this place is not worth what you're paying to be there. It just isn't. Um, and while there are some some highlights on the menu. The fact that it's a 50-50 shot as to whether or not you're going to get a good meal, for me, leaves it uh, 
leaves it someplace I just wouldn't recommend. So there it is. That's our review of Boatwright's Dining Hall over at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. And that'll do it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. We'll see you next week.